Welcome to the Straight Cut. I'm Aaron Shuttleworth. I'm Mark Langenfeld. And I'm Brandon McKinney. We are here at the newest West End location up in Conway, Arkansas, the one that we've been talking to you about for the past couple weeks. And now we're doing our first show up here. So uh, how y'all guys doing tonight? I'm doing great. This is exciting. This is my first time with the shop being open, and it's it looks spectacular. It's uh, it's really uh, very friendly, and uh, it's it's awesome. I smoked a couple cigars and a couple of the new Davidoffs, which I'm excited about. So, Brandon, you've done a really good job setting this place up. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it it's coming together. You know, it's crazy. I know Aaron. You know, you were up here, and Mark even got to come up here. It was really like nothing. And then as everything kind of comes together, you start seeing like, this is a shop, yeah. all the cool things that are going to happen here, you know? And, uh, I'm, I'm really happy. I've had so much help, so many people chipping in, helping out, and it's really coming together. It really feels like a, a shop, you know, when you walk in and, um, I couldn't be happier with like the space and the ceilings and all of that, you know, it's, it's really cool. And to drive up tonight and see you guys here was just like, it made my heart happy, you know, so happy. <laughs> Uh, well, so I'm excited to to set up and, and do this tonight here. So yeah, yeah. So we're real excited too. So if you do hear an echo, it's because we're in quite a big, bigger shop and yeah. still waiting for everything to get totally filled out. So we, we haven't had our true grand opening yet. This has all been soft opening. Grand opening is going to be Marchish, I believe. Is that right? Right. Apparently, there's several levels to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was unaware, but I'm now aware. You open, and and then you have a kind of a soft opening. Yeah. And then you have a grand opening and, and then you're open. And yep. I thought, you know, I'd just open and be open. <laughs> when you're open, you're open. But right. uh, but it's kind of like the same way with Little Rock. You opened up in, what, the end of July, but our grand opening was, what, October? Our anniversary is October, so. October 10th is the day I opened. Yeah. So that's when we do our anniversary event okay. in October. The grand opening, though, was at the, the end of February. And... Uh, just in case the off chance that my friend Heath Hill, uh, he always gives me a hard time because he acts like I forgot about him. He's moved on to bigger and better things, but he's the Rocky Patel uh, rep for us at the time. He did our grand opening uh, end of February, uh, beginning of March. Uh, he and Chris Harper both came uh, with Perdomo. So we had a dual event, first time and only time we've ever done that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was awesome. Wow, that's pretty rare to have a dual event. That's a big deal. And, and it really takes like guys like those two guys yeah. that – are great at what they do. They're great people. They got along great. They understood. They wanted it to be a success for me. You know, and it wasn't about which one of them could sell more. They were really there to help us have a great night. And I, I am, I love both those guys to death. And uh, they're great folks. So they those really are, helped us get kick started. Yeah, yeah. Those are two of the the really good reps in the industry. Yeah, I mean, I've been really fortunate to get a lot of great reps. Yeah. Um, and develop some great relationships with them. But so many of them, you know, we were just talking about Garrett, you know, with Davidoff, like so many of them really care about you and your business and like it shows. They're not just there making a sales call and moving on, you know, Uh, so. Yeah, Garrett's one of my favorite people, let alone reps, so. So tonight we are smoking the the Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco de Cadiz 50th Anniversario. Um, This is my second time having this. How about y'all? (laughs) <laughs> i'd probably smoke like a hundred of these oh my god i don't know <laughs> and, um, and you mark uh this is my first really? so uh right. i will be the newbie uh 
And no excuse on this one because this was decided about ten minutes before the show. Yeah. So I did not smoke you another Hoya dinner. I've smoked a ton of Hoyas. This I'm, is a I'm a big fan. It this is, is not this a is normal a good, Hoya. Nope, it's not. Um, and it's one of my very favorite. Of yeah, it's one of my very favorite cigars. The the thing is, it's not always on the shelf in Little Rock. Yeah, you got to know where it's at. So you're I gotta make sure I gotta have them in stock. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> yeah, they're always hidden. Uh, but but we have those we have those regulars that always know yeah, where like, they are, like Chris, yeah. uh, who always goes in there and gets them. Yep. You know, yeah. and uh, I just love this cigar. I, I I am not a huge Hoya fan. Like I like their cigars just fine. The 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 uh, Dark Corojo, the Antonio mm-hmm. Dark Corojo, I do love that cigar. Yeah. A lot of their other stuff is okay. But it's not necessarily my wheelhouse. This thing is mm-hmm. just perfect. I love the size. It's a little thinner yeah. than a normal Churchill, you know. And uh, I just love the I love the flavors. I love everything about this cigar. So I smoke a lot of them. Yeah, we'll we'll touch on the sizes and everything coming up. Well, we are smoking the El General uh, tonight, but we're also uh, drinking some Stones Throw beer. You know, surprise, surprise, because those guys are just awesome and hook us up all the time. So we're having the Dos Cabras Doppelbach. Um, I think this is a new release and it's a limited release. Got this one at the, at the stiff station. Uh, it's going to go pretty well with this cigar. Yeah. The beer is awesome. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's an 8% beer. So it's going to have a little full leadedness to it. It's a, yeah. it's going to be a good one. Yeah. It's got a, wow. um, it's, it's very, um, it's got a nice caramel to it. It's got a great feel. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm like you, Aaron. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a craft beer guy, first of all, and, yeah. and uh, I'm a big fan of theirs, yeah. and uh, I'm a stout, uh, and uh, you w- you picked this beer out, so I, I also found out about this 10 minutes ago, yeah. uh, and this is uh, right up my alley. Yeah, so. I, ju- I just went, I went up there, and I saw uh, Megan again. I was like, all right, what you got? You know, I did this one last time. She's like, oh, let's give you this one. Like, I mean, she pulled me just a little bit, like a little shot of it tried it i was like oh hell yeah that's what that's what we're having yeah. tonight it's like I'll, I'll find us we'll find a cigar that goes with it yeah so that's a good choice but we want to have b on here to talk about all the uh, the new stuff happened up in conway you know we've had uh, been open up i guess as of today roughly nine days eight days something like that um yeah and i've been up here probably three or four of those days i know mark you've been up here quite a while too and uh every time we're up here we're seeing new faces we're seeing yeah faces from little rock but we're seeing new people yep i was fired up to meet a couple new members tonight i know one of the things that you obsess about and i'm always excited about is the community you create in the cigar shop met a couple new members tonight um super nice guys and uh, i see you're working your uh, your community magic uh, already up here that's that's great to see so um uh, so I'm, I'm yep. encouraged to see that. I know the members' lounge as well as in the the general lounge uh, that that's already taking taking hold. So yeah, it's been um, unbelievable. The the new faces, the great people that you meet, mm-hmm. like so quickly. You yeah. know, it's like they just flock to the to cigar shops, and uh, the people in Conway are fantastic. Uh, you know, I've been looking for a shop here for years, and so I have got. I've been very fortunate to be to have spent a lot of time in Conway over the last three years, and the people are just great. I always have a good experience. Everybody that comes in here is so excited. Mm-hmm. That's what's blown me away the most is everybody that comes in here is like, finally, you know, we've been needing a cigar shop in Conway. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to smoke outside when it's cold, or yeah. I don't have to go to this certain bar all the time. You know, drive thirty to... minutes to the other shop, yeah. you know, to get cigars, and uh, so I think it's going to be fantastic. 
you know, super pumped to see people excited about, you know, a place to get to come hang out. And, and especially those guys that really are, are buying in or excited about, you know, the community, which is what, you know, I'm so excited about. Yeah. yeah and it's kind of like what, you know, what we've come to be known for is that it's more than just a cigar shop. It's, you know, you get that communal aspect. You get the a place where guys can come, hang together, get a brotherhood. Females coming in more and more. And, um, you know, each one of our wives come up all the time, hang out. And it's just a, it's becoming a good spot just to become, like you said, just a communal for all aspects, you know, in that. I'm fired up about a couple spots about this shop. First of all, the ash management on your shirt is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as the guys from the Burn Down podcast would say, uh, rookie move. <laughs> rookie yeah. move. Ugh. Party time. That's what we always called it. <laughs> it's party whenever you ash on yourself. So uh, I'm fired up about a couple things about this shop. Uh, first of all, I think the seating arrangements are great, but the high ceilings cannot be discounted because we're sitting in here without any of the air handlers yeah, on. Yeah. And the three of us are smoking uh, pretty uh, robustly, uh, and uh, uh, there's uh, th- there's no problem with the mm-hmm. smoke. And I there were a lot of people in here tonight smoking, and the air handlers were handling them beautifully. Yeah, um, it, it is a it is a modern building, in this, but it's very friendly with all the set- seating. And and we sat and had a very comfortable conversation with those two new members tonight. You and I did be, and uh, and it was very easy to have that conversation. I, I'm a big community guy. I like sitting and in, in meeting new people because um, I'm wired that way. <laughs> and so I like doing that. And they were very nice guys. And I know uh, uh, this facilitates a lot of that. And so um, I'm excited about that. I'm also, and I know we'll get to this later, I'm super excited to have Davidoff in here, and in particular the late hour cigar, but a lot of the other stuff that they have. This will be another chance for you to bring more variety into the little rock area uh, and get a lot of different cigars and so this is this is more opportunity for you and and a challenge from uh, one of your members to make sure that you expand uh, further out yeah Um, so well i think um you know when when thinking about a shop you know and all of us you know and and everybody out there listening we all go to shops you know we travel and we want to seek out shops and you know, we want to see what's different, what this one has to offer. And, you know, they're all different. We we gravitate towards certain styles or things that we like, you know, maybe in our hometown or what we grew up with. And But I think if, if you're in the cigar business or you want to hang out at a shop, like this is what you want in a cigar shop, at least for me. Yeah. You know, it's a neighborhood shop where, you know, we just do cigars. We're not a bar. We have plenty of space. You have tall ceilings, you know, so you can do great. You can do a lot more ventilation than in a strip center with a drop ceiling. Yeah. It's tough, you know. You've got a patio and now. You've got an outdoor patio. You're a standalone building. You have a huge parking lot. You're right on a main road where mm-hmm. lots of people are going to see you, and you have a monument sign right on the road. So, like, everything about this building is just – I couldn't be happier a, with it. A you know? really good taqueria just, like, oh, my 10 goodness, steps to the left. right oh, next door, dude. Just kill you. I, mean, I might have had I might have chorizo burrito tonight, and I just oh, might chorizo thought, burritos off the chain. That's what thought, I get. Uh, might have thought about that all damn day. Yeah, you'll think about it later too. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. Depending on whether you use the green sauce or the red sauce, I, yeah. I use the green sauce heavily. Right. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Uh, yeah, the red sauce will light your face on fire. <laughs> it will. Um, 
No, this is this is a great location. And I, I just got back from Vegas. So I smoked in a couple cigar shops out there that are bars. And there's a certain vibe with a bar, a cigar shop, and that, that's fine. You know, you 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 know, you're you're there for a different thing. You meet different kinds of people in those situations and they have different atmospheres and well no, those bars have a time and a place. So every time I go to Dallas, I like certain ones. I like going to Elite. Um, you know, it has a has a good vibe, but every once in a while I'll I'll go to a, a smaller one like uh, uh cigar art you know no tvs at all and it's just like a like a 20 speakeasy or if you want to ramp it up you can go to the ci's actual yeah. you know brick and mortar store and that's like a, i mean that's a straight up bar that has cigars yeah. and it's loud and crazy and big it, everyone has its own yeah. time and place i mean i ran into a guy in vegas we were smoking outside the timeshare that we were owners at and uh and there was a guy from dallas who, who was talking about the ci one and mm-hmm. talking about all the cool things that they were there and he was saying, but sometimes you don't want to smoke there because it's just crazy. And sometimes you just want to sit because it was just him and I sitting alone, just yeah. you know, talking about uh, he was a consultant in, in IT. And we were just you know, swapping war stories about that. And we were going back and forth. And, and there's times when you just want that quiet conversation. Yeah. And it was, it was cool. And it met, you know, those, those conversations that I've had with people that, you know, just randomly running into some guy from Vegas, you know, from Dallas in Vegas, and we're having that conversation. Those are those are conversations you don't have with people uh, that I don't have without people uh, running into smoking a cigar. So, yeah. let's touch on these cigars real quick since we're talking about it. Uh, I guess we're about an inch and a half in or so. I mean, this is a Churchill, so we're still in the first first of it. Yeah. Um, what do you? Well, since you've never had one before, Mark, what do you what are you getting from it? I'm getting, it's very creamy, uh, and it's nice. Uh, it, it, it's, I'm getting a lot, of, it's a very classic Hoya for me. Uh, I'm getting, I'm ge- I am getting some pepper for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it's primarily pepper and cream for me. Um, uh, other than that, it's, it's early for me. Yeah, I get, a, I, I definitely get a little, a little spice, but I get a lot more woody, uh, out of it for me. I'm not getting that yet. Right. My sinuses are also jacked up. The the crud has been going around, and I think yeah. I've fallen victim to it this week so far. And I wish you had told me that before I kissed you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, I've had a sore throat the past past couple of days. I feel pretty good. Uh, yeah. I think I'm just wearing myself ragged. You yeah. know. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you open up a new weeks. shop. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. These are the lives we chose. That's what I always yeah. tell people when they. You know, complaining about a long day at work. I'm like, these are the lives we chose, yeah, yeah. which was great six months ago. You know, yeah, now I meet my own words. Yeah, yeah. Well, back, <laughs> you know, back when, back when the first shop was, you know, real oil, oil machine. So, speaking of that, what were some of the, uh, you know, some of the challenges you came across? You know, starting pretty much over again, but with a, but with a, you know, already a game plan and a blueprint. Yeah, you know, uh, it was a lot. I mean, so so many more advantages this go around because yeah. you learn so much. You learn from your past mistakes. And yeah. I didn't know anyone either. Uh, you know, when I started the other shop, you know, it was just me and Zach, uh, and so that was a lot of just all day by yourself stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, building out a humidor and unboxing furniture and putting everything in the inventory. Here, it needed to happen a lot quicker. Yeah. And you know, I had so many, I built so many great relationships through the other shop and just so many good friendships. And so many people were excited about it being here that, 
you know, there was one night we had 10 guys up here doing stuff, you know, and everybody's just chipping in, doing stuff. And it it came together so quickly. And there were so many cool things, um, you know, about it. So it was cool that, that I, I learned a lot, you know, you know, you kind of mentioned the seating, uh, that's what I love about the other shop is we're only able to really have three separate seating areas, you know, one around the TV, one more for communication. And then the members lounge is kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it amazed me that that corner, when I opened it, it was only two chairs in that corner. Yeah. And I thought, Oh, you know, overflow seating or if two people want to have a conversation. Yeah. Well, it's turning into the whole shop wants to sit around and have a conversation. Yeah. And, and oftentimes you'll find people stacking up over there. Cause they just want to chat and talk. Nobody really cares about watching TV unless it's a big game or something. So we wanted to have lots of seating areas for people to really communicate and hang out and build relationships because that is the whole reason why this shop exists. Um, so, um, you know, it certainly doesn't mean it wasn't without challenges, you know, um, just the sheer amount of time that everything takes, uh, was really tough, you know, and, you know, trying to get the build out done and, and waiting on this get done. And then, oh, it wasn't done right. So then we had to go back and do things, yeah. uh, redo things that we've already done. And so, uh, you know, overall, it was pretty a pretty seamless process. I'm not really one of those guys that stresses about details and stuff. You know, I, I knew what we started with five years ago at the other shop, which was a train wreck, you know, really. <laughs> and so this place is light years ahead of that. Yeah. And so I'm like, we'll be fine. You know, we'll we'll figure stuff out. You know, if we don't like this light, so we don't like the seats here or, or we need to change out some of the cigars or whatever, all that stuff will come, you know? Yeah. And so I didn't really stress about that stuff. I just, as we got closer and closer, I just really wanted to be open. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so. I, and, and everybody wanted you to be open too. I mean, they were just knocking at the door pretty much. And, you know, even before we were open, open, you said you had 10 guys up here, people are rolling up like, Oh, what's going on in here? Right. Oh. Yeah. Just cigars, you open them? Yeah, you know. Like, I can sell. It's like, I mean, the first day, you know, you didn't have the credit card readers, and you're like, you can do cash only. And mm-hmm. somebody's like, well, can you cash app? You show me how to download the damn thing. I'll, I'll Right, I I'll downloaded do cash app Monday. Never <laughs> used it before, but I had two customers say, hey, you know, you take cash app? I'm like, yep. <laughs> what is it? Where do I get it? Yeah. You, know, it <laughs> you show me how to do it, I'll get it's it. It's so funny. I said, I got PayPal. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, old man. Yeah. Oh man. It's funny you say that though. Like one thing that was kind of difficult, but it really wasn't, you know, like it wasn't a big deal, but was like keeping it a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, you know, it's funny that you say that because once people heard about it, they were so excited. Yeah. That word just spread so quickly. Well, as I said on one of the, on the, one of the past episodes, it was like the world's worst kept secret Yeah, that we were having a, another shop opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is cool though, because it just, it really meant a lot to me. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm glad word spread and all of that, but you know, I'm just the type that until it happens, You're I don't want to put it out there Yeah. because if it doesn't happen, you know, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, was talking a big game and didn't do it or, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just, you know, you guys know me, but I like playing things close to the vest and keeping things, uh, you know, a secret until they're not. And yeah. then, you know, Hey, we're here and, and let's make it great. But it was really cool to see so many people excited and everybody started talking and buzz. And then all of a sudden you get some guy that lives in Conway, sends you a message on Facebook and asks you when you're opening, you know, yeah. you're like, how did this guy find out? Yeah. Um, but it's well, been really exciting. I remember when I found out because I found out earlier than I should have and Brandon's rolling his eyes, but I remember 
when I found out. Because, oh, yeah. You, you, yep, 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 yep. And Joe, uh, I found out from one of the other members uh, before I should have, right? And, and Brandon, the reason he rolled his eyes is because somebody told me he shouldn't have. And I went up to him in, in, <clears throat> in a somewhat public setting, thinking that it was more public than it was, and said that I was proud of you because yeah. I was. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I take... Um, it was very public. We're at an event. And there were quite event. a few people <laughs> there was. Uh, sitting around. And I just, all I said was... And then all those people were wondering like, well, why I don't I know about it? Yeah. Right? And all I said was, I'm proud of you. Right? right, I know. I didn't actually say anything other than I was proud of you, which no, I was. You, you can read the room, you know. And, and I said... It was fine. Which, which is what I meant. And, and I, I, I am proud of you because you've... Because I remember, and I don't know that you remember this story, but I, Paula does, and Paula reminds me of this. When I first moved to Little Rock, we were actually down here investigating, deciding if we were going to move to Little Rock. When you had those two chairs in the corner and we came in to visit because we were deciding if we were going to move to Little Rock, and you were sitting in one of those chairs and we came in and you got out of that chair so Paula and I could sit in there, and she actually said, I think we could live here because Brad yeah. and you had welcomed us to the shop. Yeah. And she said, I think you're going to be comfortable here. And which was true because I yeah. was going to be comfortable there. And obviously she was right. Um, and I remember that. And I cool. encourage you tonight because we were talking about, you know, the, to remember that today's day nine of this shop. And this is amazing already. This place is going to be amazing five years from now. And so as this place grows. And so, yeah. You do, uh, you you do have a gift for creating community, and I I, I think you're, you're going to get uncomfortable, but I, you're a big part of that. So uh, you know you do you do have a gift for that, and I you know I we sat and talked um, with with one of my friends in the in the shop, and and I've created bonds with with several of those people that you've created an environment that that I've created those close friendships with. So. Yeah, and I look forward to those those relationships being created up here with those guys. So, yeah, I mean that that's what I'm most excited about. You know, the other shop um, has been amazing. It's 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 better than I ever thought it would be. You know, I told you guys uh, at the five year anniversary that like you took what I hoped it would be, and you just are like an ex a better extension of me. You know, and and customers and employees alike. You know, yeah. like I want it to be what it was and it's even better than I thought it could be. And that's because of, of, you know, the guys working there, understanding what it's about and, and loving on people. And it's about the, the people that come in there that are a part of it being so inviting and welcoming and loving. And it's been amazing to be a part of just this culture that was created yep. that didn't exist in most of these people's lives, you know, before the shop opened. Yep. And uh, so I'm really excited about seeing that, happen here in three years in five years yep. you know and a lot of people having their best friends or the people that they live life with you know guy came in here the other day who you know i just i kind of know um i've met him a couple of times and he came in he just got a new job and he was super pumped and he wanted to come in here and celebrate you know and i'm yep. like this is a start you know yeah. like this is this is what it's all about is building these relationships and uh so yeah i'm i'm pumped well now, now you get that new challenge of learning 200 more names into the uh, the rolodex <laughs> yeah it's more than 200 yeah i know okay. I mean, it's, <laughs> 500 <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot yeah, yeah. But no I, I was excited you know sitting sitting back here tonight and you know just in the in just in the time that i was here i was here maybe 10 15 minutes 
Josh got two new members to sign up. I mean, that's yeah. people are you know clamoring to get in here to get their footprint, you know, yeah. solidified in in the shop, and that's that's so cool. And it's just I can't wait to see you know where it goes. You know, we, we have we have people even from Little Rock they're getting memberships up here. I got I'm getting a membership up here, so we're having that. You know, we're still going to have those fights between Little Rock and Conway, which I'm ready for. But yeah. it's just still I I want to be a part of this as much as I can as well. And Have I, you I determined wait. how those fights are going to go? Right. And, and apparently, I, you know, listen, you were, you were unclear on what uh, exactly I was talking <laughs> about. Um, but it's, it's been really fun because, because yeah. like I love Doug to death. I think he's great. I think I, I'm just very fortunate to have him, you know, in my life and, and at the shop because he gets it. He gets what the shop's about. He's more like me. He's more like us. Yep. Um, no offense to the people sitting over there. They're still young because you get it too. But um, it's it's he knows that what it means to work and build something yeah. and and so I'm I'm really fortunate to have him and so I got to give him a hard time and uh, so when I was coming out here, it was really to pump myself up a little bit because I'm a little bit you know honestly you know like uh, you know fear of failure or fear of being a failure is kind of my worst fear you know and. Not financially, but but just like that I would start something and fail or that yeah. I wouldn't be able to accomplish my goals or, or anything like that. Um, and so for me, you know, there, it's, there's a little bit of fear that goes into, okay, I'm back at square one. You know, I'm starting a shop. I'm going to be working it. Yeah. Everyone that comes in the door, I'm going to be, you know, the face of West End to everyone that comes through here. I can't yeah. rely on Aaron. Yeah. I can't rely on Doug. I can't rely on Josh and Will any anymore because – at the other shop, I can kind of hang back and I can have these relationships, which I'm very comfortable with this mm -hmm. and I love this, but that, you know, constantly coming through the door, I'm not that big personality. Yeah, and you've already you know? you've even said before, you know, that's not your, you know, that's not your strong point. Right. So there's a, a fear, you know, just kind of inherent in me starting over again that, that's, okay, you know, like you're going to be the guy and, and I want people to be welcomed. I want them to feel loved. I want them to to feel what I know this place can be. Yeah. And so part of it was like, all right, you know, I got to like get back. I got to step my game up. You know, I got to be ready. I, 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 it's been four years really since I've, I've been working day to day operations behind a register and greeting everyone that comes in and, and teaching them about cigars. And, you know, there's tons of cigars. We got all the new Davidoffs that I need to learn about and know about and smoke. Thank goodness. You know, I got to smoke. <laughs> Just about oh, all of them, you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then I got to start giving Doug a hard time, saying, "Hey, it's on." You know, you got a five-year head start on me, but I am coming for you. Yeah. You know, and uh, Doug Doug does a great job, and uh, over at the shop, and you know, he he's got a little bit of an advantage, but uh, it, it won't take me long to catch him. Yeah, his advantage know? is me because I work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just so warn you. It's friendly banter is all it is, Mark. It's not really a feat of strength. Right. Um, it's just going to be friendly Shoot. banter. Um, because we, I mean, because it seems like it should be feats of strength. I'm right. just saying it should be. That's a festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to warn you. He's Groves. We're related. Doug and I are because he's related to Paula by name only. Well, no, but Groves, one Groves, all Groves, and okay. they they fight dirty. Just going to let you <laughs> know. Right. Chooses to stay whom you'll serve or, or who's your, you know, pick. I got a line in the sand. You're either for me or against me, whatever, you know, whatever. I'm I need, for I, you, you know, I need I'm the haters. You know, I got to be fueled somehow. So, Mark, that's fine. If you're on Team Doug, 
You can be on Team Doug. He's on you know? Team Cigar. I'm yeah. on I'm on Team Brandon, but I'm warning you. <laughs> Paul is on Team Groves. That's and true. That, that's the problem. That you, might, you, might, you might be on Team Late Hour now. So yeah, no, that's I'm true. on your team. You got Late Hour. <laughs> he's got he's got split allegiances. Yeah. Right, but I understand. Paula trumps everything else. Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm on your team. As you are, buddy. <laughs> right. Paula's on on Doug's team now, and okay. Paula cheats, <laughs> and she's going to uh, she's just. Doug and Paula will cheat, and just just be aware of that. Noted. I, I've well, lost uh, many Thanksgiving battles on the Grove side. <laughs> uh, well, I don't cheat. I don't need to. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. So, what's your uh, what do you have goal wise outlook for you know not only just this shop but now two shops that you you now have? Yep. So, um, goal wise, I want the shop to be an extension of that, you know? And so I don't, I don't want to get too long winded on this, but I think it's just important. And it, it really is like true to who I am and, and what I kind of want my life to be about and, and just where I'm at in life. And, um, so, you know, kind of like what you mentioned, you know, the other shop has been phenomenal and I get a lot of fulfillment out of having a place like that and, and being a part of a place like that. It makes me really happy in life. And I think a lot of people missing that, you know, not doing something that really brings them a lot of joy and happiness. And, um, you know, being wealthy isn't something that really motivates me that much. Mm -hmm. And so as long as that shop is providing me with a lot of fulfillment and enabling me to pay my bills and, and take care of my family, like my life is, I was really happy, you know, and, and I just was loving life. And, but I was at a crossroads at 34, 35 years old of the dream was always to have a cigar shop. And then you have a cigar shop and, you still have a whole life ahead of you. And so what next, you know, there's only so much fishing you can do and I don't play golf and, uh, I do like to fish a lot and smoke cigars, but I kept coming back to you like, what is so fulfilling is this relationship aspect, this outreaching arm of this shop in the community. And that's really what is fulfilling to me. And so in thinking of, do I want to open up another shop or not? That's really what was, what was the motivating factor is I want to create another shop and hopefully um, recreate a lot of the relationship aspects of, of the Little Rock shop. Yeah. And, you know, I always say, like, I want to impact the world, you know, and, and I want to be a positive thing in the world. And what I mean by that is my world you know, so the few hundred people that come in West End Cigars is my world, you mm -hmm. know, and this enables me to expand that just a little bit more, you know, and so now I have Faulkner County to be a part of my world. And so now we're all, we're impacting Little Rock and now we're impacting Conway and, and Faulkner County. And then who knows where it goes next, you know, and who knows if it's even always cigars, because we have been very fortunate to, to, you know, to work with, you know, uh, a lot of great organizations that we've met through uh, through the cigar shop, you know, with with uh, Project Zero or Renewal Ranch or um, the Exodus Project and you know the Friendly Chapel and all these great things that are positively impacting people's lives and making a difference, and that's what's really fulfilling to me, you know. And some people are really great at at, at running companies or or being an executive or making money comes easy to them. None of that stuff really excites me but like positively impacting people's lives yeah like that when i think on when i look back that's what i think i want so i want to that's what i'm going towards you know amen brother and so 
that's what this place is. It, it is me extending a little farther my sphere into the world and seeing where that ends up, depending on how well this does, you know, how fast I get other people that love this place, you know, like a Doug, like an Aaron, that, that can take over for me and, and take some of that off my plate. Maybe there's more shops. Maybe there's not. Um, I don't have that plan that, oh, I want to open up 10 shops in the next 10 years um, because this is only the second one. Yeah. And, and the goal was always to open one. So we did that, and now we're trying to figure out what the next step is. And I think that it's, you know, the, the, uh, the overwhelming response has been wonderful, and I think the shop will, will, will get going faster than yeah. the other one did. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really excited about that because there is a brand and, and, a, and a, a, you know, a community already that's, that's there through the other shop. And so that's helped get us going a little quicker and getting people in, you know, memberships and all of that. So that, that's what I hope to accomplish is just to be kind of a positive space in this area. And the cigars are a great way. I mean, we all know that, you yeah. know. Cigars are a great way to, to do that, to facilitate conversation and relationships and all of that. And so, you know, for now, cigar shops is the way that I, for me, is easiest to kind of build those relationships and, and kind of create that community. Yep. Another one of the things that you and I have talked about is the way we feel called to impact people the way we the best way we can and you and I have talked about how how that is important to both of us uh, and you and I you've talked about uh, on other podcasts and I've heard you reference conversations you and I've had about how that's important to both of us and um, uh, I know you've mentioned uh, charities that are important to both of us that we both are participate in and, and I, I have always respected the fact that you put, you know, you change one person's life, that's the way you change the world, right? You, right. Don't, you don't go out and change the world uh, all at once. You change yeah. the world by changing one person's life and then you change another person's life. And uh, I'm, I'm personally, uh, uh, I'm inspired by the, the work that you do in that way. And, and uh, you and I both feel very passionately about, about doing that. So uh, both in, yeah. inside the cigar shop and out. Right, right. And you know, I'm not, blessed to be chris martin who is like you know coldplay has this huge like he's putting positivity into the world on a yep. huge scale right i'm just brandon and i can't sing and i'm not cool so cool maybe maybe i can just do it to five people but five hey people. everybody's everybody plays their part you know mm -hmm. and uh 100%. so so i'm really fortunate that that i I've been able to be a part of something so great in Little Rock. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if we could do that again somewhere else, yeah. like that's awesome. You know? Yeah. And that's why we're all so fired up. Yeah. yeah. And we just, we're, we'll keep doing that until it doesn't work anymore, you know? And that's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always ready to, uh, you know, to change or to, uh, you know, go in a different direction if I feel like that's where, where I'll be fulfilled or where I'm needed, you know? Yeah. So. Let's touch on the cigar again. Like we we're saying, saying we're having the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco de Cadas, the 50th anniversario. Um, like you, they kind of hold this tight to the chest. They don't really yeah. talk about like, that's why I like it so what much. really the blend is. It's Nicaraguan. Um, comes in three sizes. A uh, uh, I'm going to butcher the name, so if I do, you can help me on it since you're the owner of two shops now. 
<laughs> uh, Makes you an expert. The right. uh, Dia Demo. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, uh, so that's a six by fifty-four. Uh, the L General, which we're having tonight, is the seven by fifty, and the Fundador, which is a six by fifty-four uh, Perfecto. Yeah. Um, uh, you could say Fundadore. Fundadore. If you want to be yeah. like really fancy about it, I can barely say my own name sometimes. But, right. But uh, no, it's a really good one. It's a, it's a Nicaraguan. Um, that's really about it. <laughs> I, say, I really like, I have been fortunate to smoke the other sizes, yeah. which you guys may ha- not have. I think, I think the one that I I've had, I have never had this size. I had the Perfecto that we had yeah. at the shop. I don't like it as much. It's a really cool shape. I always want to love Perfecto shapes uh-huh. like that mm-hmm. um, or the, the Diadema shapes. But this is, it just flavors up better for me. Yeah. It burns better. Yeah. Um, I really like this one of the sizes so the, it's a limited release they only make 5,000 boxes 10 cigars each with only 3,000 boxes going to the u.s um mm-hmm. so it is a it's a it's a harder one to find yep um you know luckily enough we now have them at two locations yeah is this now did this goes to special accounts like to principal accounts is that why we're right. getting them yeah so it's part of their uh, diplomat program diplomat. okay uh, is what they call it uh, drew diplomat accounts and so uh, if you're a Drew Diplomat account, that enables you to get the Liga Provadas, uh, the Pappy Van Winkle, Florida Sun Grown, Cinco de Cadas, yeah. the Numero Uno that just came out, yep. uh, and some of that special stuff that you know they don't make available to every shop. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you're a, a Diplomat account, then you can, they do allotments, and uh, I love this cigar, so this is I'm always requesting this cigar. So yeah. apparently, Brandon mm-hmm. smokes all three thousand of the boxes that come <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, I don't smoke that many. <laughs> Well, you I, said that is a hundred times or so. So I've, I've smoked ten boxes. That's a thousand boxes. I've, so that's, that's ten a, boxes. No, that's ten it's boxes. Ten boxes. Oh, times yeah. ten. Wow. <laughs> thousand boxes. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of cigars. That's Kansas City education right <laughs> that's there. A, that's somebody who does math all day long. Uh, right there. Yeah, he didn't you have his tape measure or calculator. Uh, let's so. see. I'm the editor. Let's see if that makes the cut. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I, I guarantee I smoked ten or fifteen boxes of these. Yeah. Um, the band's. Pretty. I mean, it, Hoya typically does not have a very uh, ornate band, and yeah. this is obviously a little more ornate, which you would expect on the limited edition. Um, it's a really nice cigar. It's burning very well. I And Brandon, I guess I'd, I'd ask your question on this, because I'm not a big Figurado fan, largely because I find burn issues. I, I don't get the flavor out of the... I, I like these straight. I, I, this is the size I like. This is why I like the the Inyeo 888 because this is the size I like because yeah. it's tend, I tend to get a better burn. I tend to get a more consistent roll out of the rollers, uh, and I, I like you. I want the fancier sort of shapes to be better, mm-hmm. but I I've now as an experienced cigar smoker, just I look at those and think I, I would like that, but I, I just know that I'm not going to get what I want out of that, and yeah. I tend to go to the shape more. Uh, is, is just a default if I'm picking up a new cigar. Yeah, I mean, so it, it, the diadema shape is is a really like a traditional old school thing, and that that's one reason why why this cigar is is rolled in that vitola is because it's a tribute to Hood Nicaragua's 50th anniversary, um, and these were the shapes that they originally had. Apparently, um, I don't know how we would verify that, but yeah. you know that's what they say. And but but it's still traditional, you know. You remember like the old cartoons and shows where they had that perfecto shaped cigar. Yeah. Um, so what it is, you know, that that was kind of a cool thing. Their very best rollers only rolled those sizes because they are diff- more difficult to roll. 
Um, but it does, I mean, if you just think about, you know, the, the, the blend is going to be changing. Uh, they can't put as much tobacco in the narrow parts as they do in the thicker parts. So it yeah. changes it as you're smoking through it. And sometimes that can make a great experience. There are, there are some cigars, um, you know, that are fantastic like that. The, uh, La Aurora stuff, you know, comes to mind. Yeah. Um, those things are solid smokes. And, and so, you know, I don't think it's a defect necessarily, but for whatever reason, for me, this thing, I like, I like and this, this one, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so those La Auroras that are like that, which, which is the emeralds and the greens. Right. What are those cigars? I mean, those, those were spectacular. Those were out. I know they still have those, but those were mm-hmm. the rage about five, 10 years ago. They were. And they, and those were great cigars and they, and they did change and they did have, you know, all those, but it, it's funny, uh, taking a, a stroll down memory lane, they used to smoke a lot of those La Auroras, but they were pretty expensive for that little, uh, Perfecto. And, a mistake happened something. I mean, we're talking 10 years ago, probably. And I don't remember all the details, but a mistake happened and they released that cigar. They put out a bunch of them in a Robusto size because they had the tobacco and they charged like $9 for it. And then nobody would buy anything else because yeah. it was a phenomenal cigar in yeah. a normal shape for half the price. Yeah. And it really hurt yeah. their, um, some of their other stuff because of that cigar. And it was just phenomenal. Um, so, but yeah, Laura Orr still, they're still around and making great cigars and, yeah. um, you know, they've got a little something in there for everybody. But, you know, when I started smoking it, the, the presentation is just beautiful on those cigars, but yeah. in those tubes, um, but a lot of it was, they're really smooth and really flavorful. And I'm, you know, and I just love that. Um, they had the whole know, when I was color, starting out. they had the old color coding thing where it was like red was the Maduro and the green was right. And it was all, I remember those with the rage for a while. And I do remember the Robustos coming out and it was like suddenly a game changer. Cause mm-hmm. you like go, wow, well that's a lot cheaper. Yep. And it was phenomenal. And it got, it got picked up by, by some publication or something and got a super high rating. Super. Yeah. And then that's what everyone wanted, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I know that I am super fired up about the Davidoff, uh, uh, having a, a, a much broader range of Davidoff in your shop. So, uh, one of the things that I, I I'm interested cause you've smoked a lot of them as I have in our travels across the, the, the great wide world. What's your favorite Davidoff and uh, why, and what are you most excited about having in your humidor now that you didn't have before? Man, that is, hmm, that 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 is tough because I have so many that I really like. Uh, but it, you know, to start off answering your question, I am really excited about having Davidoff. I think it's a cool thing. I think it just adds an element to your shop. Yeah. When people walk in and they see that display, yeah, they know it's beautiful. Okay, I'm at a cigar shop. You yeah. know, they I have am. they have Davidoff. You know, hopefully they have uh, a good selection and they know what they're talking about and. Because, you know, they're not just going to put one of those in everywhere. And so I'm, I'm very fortunate that, that we could get that here. And, and so... I'm ready for the product research that I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, you work at the other shop, remember, Aaron? So oh. you don't need to do the product research. <laughs> hey, but I have a show, though. So and we're going to smoke Devin oh, off the show. Do you need anybody up to work up here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll work for Devin off. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about it. It is a big commitment and it's overwhelming um, to really think about it, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, if, if you guys out there, you know, listening, you know, supporting your local shops, a lot of you have good relationships with people. 
you know, some of you might, might not be able to frequent shops as much, but most of the shops that you frequent, is just some person that owns a shop and is trying to make it in the world. It's not, you know, Outback. Yeah, it's not a big conglomerate. You know, it's, it's a, not a CI shop. It's not a, a Davidoff shop. It's not, you know, a, a, a target or these big corporations. I mean, this is somebody's livelihood and, and, and getting all this product in and building out a store. It costs a ton of money uh, for, for someone like me to invest in the big scheme of things. It's not a huge amount of money, but, but Davidoff is a big investment to bring into your store. And, you know, I've been fortunate that I have a lot of good relationships in the industry and people are so generous with their time and their information and so many shops around, you know, uh, that I've talked to that are Davidoff shops have said, yes, it is scarier. Yes, it is a big commitment, yeah. but it is worth it. Yeah. People will come in here and buy Davidoffs that, that would never come in your store, you know, or, or instead of buying their normal Perdomo every time they come in once in a while, they're yeah. going to grab a $20 Davidoff. Yeah. And so it provides just another level for your shop, another level of credibility and something else that's really special for people that want to celebrate something. And you're going to have guys that that's what they smoke. And so, uh, it, it was something that we really wanted to do. And so at the other shop, of course, you know, we would never have Davidoff there. Um, you know, because it's a regional thing, you mm -hmm. know, there's only one shop allowed in a region and, um, you know, the pipe and tobacco shop in Little Rock, has been a great Davidoff account for 30 years plus. I'm, you know, I don't even know, but a long yeah. time. And yeah. so for as long as I've been a cigar smoker. Right. And, and so our, our shop is small, you know, our humidor is small. It can never fit a Davidoff display in there. So when we were building out this thing and it's a lot bigger, you know, this is 4,000 square feet and the other shop is 1400. So we got a lot of space here. And so we, we want the humidor to be a lot bigger because yeah. we have, you guys know, we have uh, filled our other humidor and then some. And uh, Aaron even built us a display that is overflowing. And uh, so here we want a big, big humidor. And so, uh, you know, we put a big humidor in here. And then when we started talking about, you know, having Davidoff in here, uh, it was, we had space for it and we, get, we could build it in and make it look fantastic. And so when you yeah. walk in our humidor, you see that and it just looks fantastic. And they did a great job building that stuff around it. And, you know, Davidoff comes out and sets all that stuff up for you, and, and they, they have been great to work with. And, of course, we have a great rep, um, you know, with Garrett. So he, has, he comes in, he markets it, and sets everything up. And so that has been a seamless, very great experience. Um, you know, I would say, just to answer the question about my favorite Davidoff, I really like a lot of their cigars, and I haven't smoked a lot of their white-label stuff in the past because I've smoked more of their newer stuff, the Nicaragua, mm -hmm. the Escurio. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Yamasa and the late hour. Funny thing is most people's favorite is the late hour. It's my least favorite. Um, I'm like the only person I know that doesn't love the, the late hour. Uh, and so I keep smoking them thinking I'm going to change my mind, but I'm, I haven't. So there's, there's two cigars. Uh, the Davidoff millennium is the one that I have the most memories with because I've smoked it for a long time. Yeah. When I would go in pipe and tobacco shop, that's what I would get the Davidoff millennium blend. Um, it's fantastic. I really like the Nicaragua as well. Um, but the millennium I've have smoked those for a long time. Okay. And so that was like always a treat for me. And then, um, you know, I, I go, uh, on a thing called bromance tour with uh, Garrett and some guys in the industry. We go, you know, we've been to Toronto, we've been to Boston, we've been to Kansas city. We, yeah. 
Denver. Um, so we're always going somewhere, going to games and all of that. And we always break out something cool to smoke. We're going to the Kansas City Royals game. And we've had a, a fantastic trip, all this great stuff. And Garrett, you know, brought out a box of uh, Anniversario number threes, any threes, what we call it. And I smoked one and I just fell in love with that cigar. It's really, it's like medium, but it's really smooth. It's yeah. creamy, a little bit of coffee. Um, and that is what I smoke the most of now uh, because I smoke a lot. So I don't smoke a lot of strong stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, that any three, you can smoke it all the time. It, it's not going to hurt your palate. It's really smooth. It has a ton of flavor. It is right in my wheelhouse. So that's a long answer to your question. No, that's a great answer. <laughs> Give a long, long way around. Yep. And yours is the late hour, yeah? Yeah, I don't think Brandon and I can be friends anymore. Um, <laughs> we no. can still be friends. I'll just be the cool one. <laughs> That's not the way I'm going to interpret that. Yeah. But uh, it, it, that was a great answer to the question, and, and thank you for that. Um, it's, it's interesting because Davidoff is, is a high rep. And one of the things I'm going to ask you is, because uh, my most memorable cigar was a uh, Davidoff, and I don't know still what it was. So you're going to have to answer. Oh yeah, that you butchered that up. That's true. I did. You did. <laughs> you, I forget what you, you didn't called tell it. Garrett that. I called it a scepter or something yeah. like that. What scepter was that? series or something else? You smoked something quite a, a, a few steps above the scepter series, which what is was called it? the Z Crown. The Z Crown. So you smoked a, the Zeno Platinum Z Crown, um, very limited production cigar. Originally came in a ten count box, and which we had at the shop. And they retail for a hundred dollars, and then the smaller shape was seventy-five or eighty dollars, I think. I mean, just gorgeous, yeah, box Beautiful and presentation. Cigar. It was amazing. Yeah. High so high gloss finish. They oh, came out coffins. With, oh, yeah, so nice. And so after that released, and I could only get one box of each. I got a box of each. I sold out of the the ones pretty quick, but those diademas. They're so small for like $80 that I held on to those for a little while, but I ended up selling all of them. And then the next year when they came out with it, they had them in the three packs. And so now that's what we have is those, those little three packs, same type boxes, same design, just not a full 10 count box. Yeah. Now they're in a three count box. Um, and uh, so it makes them a little more uh, affordable if you want to yeah. just buy a three pack. You know, we certainly uh, discount the price on those a little bit. Cause yeah. You didn't tell Garrett I butchered that. 300 No, 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 no. Okay. Thank you. But, yeah, that was, that was a phenomenal cigar. We are you know, very fortunate to have some of those to uh, raffle off at that event. And, uh, yeah, I was glad when I heard you uh, tell that story. Uh, I was glad to hear that, that you – I remember you getting that cigar. It had a little bit of a crack in the wrapper. You were like, oh, no, it's fine. I'll smoke it. And yeah, smoke uh, so I'm glad fun. you had a, had a good – memorable experience it was uh, amazing smoking yep. that so yep. that's what it's for yep it was uh it was just for the record the cigar obviously the the experience was was the part i talked about but um the uh the cigar was amazing and that's the thing with davidoff is they're always super high end and i went over to nashville because uh we were over to see a concert and, and smoked the I think it was the year of the pig which was last year's and i mean you just i'm never disappointed i'm right. just never yeah. never disappointed uh, i was in vegas for your event so i missed that but uh i did buy a box of the late hours and i'm looking forward to uh lighting several of those on fire over the weekend yep let me talk about the beer that we're having tonight got this again from stone's throw uh, brewery so thanks again for their support make sure you support the people who support us 
Um, the beer we're having is the uh, Dos Cabras Doppelbach. Originally brewed by monks in Munich, this classic style sustained the fathers during their Lenten fasts. Our version is big and malty, carrying on the tradition of yeah. liquid bread. Uh, despite its high ABV, which is 8%, this full-flavored beer is remarkable, remarkably easy to drink. Yeah. Have a glass to sustain you through the winter months. Again, like an 8% beer, and it's just it's going down. Oh, it's so, so nice. Yeah, Creamy and caramely, it is so good. It is, and you get that like, it's like a... That you do get that 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 liquid bread. Yep. No, how, they, how they describe delicious. it is really nice. Do, does the shift station yet have food? Because I know in the so what they do is they have a food truck, a different food truck every oh, day sweet. at a different one. So tonight was uh, I think it was a uh, uh, what was it, it was a uh, like a grilled cheese food truck. Oh, the say cheese one. Say cheese. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They, yeah, yeah. One, so. they come by the office. They're very nice. Yeah. So that's it's cool because like if you you can you can go different. whenever you want and the yeah. different different food trucks. I'm a food truck guy. So. They yeah. had uh, yesterday at the office. They had one that was uh, was uh, twisted fries. Ooh, oh, what's that one? Oh, that was it was fries and they had different toppings on top. Nice. And my my operations manager and I went and he had the Philly cheesesteak and I had one that was like Parmesan cheese on top and it was like uh, this is so bad for me. So and bad, but so good. So good, yeah. All right, well, I'll have to find. I'll have to try to look out for that one. I haven't, I haven't the say cheese one we've had, um, really? and it's excellent. It's not as good as the Heart Hospital Ramen truck, which is uh, off the hook. I love food trucks because they have a different one every day, and so yeah. you're walking out and you're just going, "Oh, cool! It's yeah. tacos today." Yeah, right. And it's just yeah. different. Well, and if you like beer and you like food trucks, definitely Stone's Throw. Yes, yeah, Stone's Throw is excellent. The one there, so that's the Stiff Station. Their their other location, Mac Park, they have the same one there. All the time, but the rotating one is is, yeah. is a stiff station. So Stone go throw. check them out. Stone Throw is so excellent. Their their beer is um, top notch. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's my favorite local yeah. brewery, and arguably it's probably our favorite beer that they that we've ever had. They produced. Oh, gee, Merry Christmas. Um, I I've written a song. I'm so in love with that beer. I know. I need to remake that beer. It's a good one. Uh, I'll sing that for you next podcast. <laughs> on the next one. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. So. I think, you know, one of the things I'd like to talk about, I know we've been talking about cigar news. I'd like to bring a little positive cigar news. Okay. Um, uh, talking uh, a couple things I'd like to talk about. The first is uh, a Cigar Vegas report. Um, so I was out in Vegas. Yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, the last couple times I was in Vegas, I was not allowed to smoke cigars in Planet Hollywood while I was gambling. Um, but I was allowed to smoke cigars while I was at the slot machines this time. That's a, That's a positive thing. Yeah. I'm very conscientious while I smoke uh, in casinos because I realize there's a lot of people who don't. And I, I know uh, like smoke, so I, I always smoke at odd hours and stuff like that. But there was uh, what I considered a positive change in Planet Hollywood. Um, I, I, in the last couple times, I've been hassled out there. And this time I was not only has, not hassled, but I was encouraged uh, and was okay with. We we cleared it. Yeah, I'm a I'm a rule follower on the cigar smoking because to me, right. uh, you need to follow the rules um, because we are um, at times hunted and we are um, and we need to be clear on the rules. So that's yeah. the first thing. The second thing is saw an interesting article uh, on the um, interwebs uh, about. Uh, a proposed rule that was going to go in, I believe, Warren, Indiana, where they were going to... Uh, uh, Wabash. Wabash, Indiana, where they were going to ban smoking in parks. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
I'm mixed on some of this because it's a public space and we clearly need to be good neighbors. Um, but the rule was um, passed originally or proposed originally and, and proposed and was, was going to go into effect, but eventually was turned down. Um, I think we need to be conscience, uh, conscientious in public spaces and not smoke around children and those sort of things. But uh, I think there's this trend to ban smoking everywhere, and I'm encouraged to see us winning some of these battles. Um, and I, I wanted to, to bring up some positive news where not all of these uh, bans and increasing ages are, are automatically getting approved. Uh, I know last time we talked about the ban of, of flavored tobaccos in, 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 in some communities. So I wanted to bring uh, yeah. some positive yeah. news to talk about the real reason that we, we talk about uh, investing in CRA and those, those reasons that we talk to legislators and all those things that yeah. we do, uh, we do have an effect. Um, we do need to find a balance. There, there are rules that do make sense. Smoking isn't and should not be allowed everywhere. But I think we need to be uh, proactive and, and active in our community, making sure that we make um, our, our, our feelings and our beliefs uh, um, uh, are felt uh, with with those folks, and trust me, the people who want to ban smoking everywhere and and, and, and at all times are making their feelings. Uh, and so, this is why I encourage you. I know there's the CRA pack uh, that you have in the mm -hmm. other shop, and I assume you have it up here, although I have not seen it yet. Um, that's a one way to to invest in the CRA, yep. and 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 I I don't want to discount. Um, uh, I, I, those little steps that we do, those matter. And, yeah. and so I, those two things I wanted to bring up uh, as positive steps in the, yeah. in the community. There's no. not all negative news out there. Yeah, like, like you're saying, you know, you know, adhere to the rules. Don't be a dick. If, you know, well, if so. it says no smoking in the area, don't smoke in it. If, you know, some places don't mind cigarette smokes, but they have a problem with cigar smoke, you know, that's where it gets like, okay, that sucks, but whatever. Um, but like, you know, one of the, one of the gray areas that I always find is like when we go to Dickie Stevens, there's that, the, the beer, the, the, the beer patio, the, the beer garden, yeah. and you can smoke down there, smoke cigars. And we love going down there during the, during baseball season, watch tons of games. And like people always bring their kids and everything. And then you yeah. get those, those eyes looking at you. It's like, lady, I'm sorry. I mean, this is. This is the you one. know where you're coming into. I right. Don't, I don't know what you want me to do. I mean, yeah. and I think, it, but don't blow being, it in her face. And it's right, just, being aware, like Mike Mark said, goes a long ways yeah. with people. Yeah. And you know, there are places that I love to go. You know, we 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 want to promote and those people that that allow smoking on their patios or you know a place for a cigar smoker to go around here. And <clears throat> so, you know, I'll go to restaurants, you know, and sit on their patios and smoke a lot. You know, and I've gone out there sometimes and it's either full or there's kids out there. So, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm not going to yeah. light up a cigar and be yeah. rude. Yeah. And that, that kind of stuff goes a long way 100%. and they don't know. But if I was to light up a cigar next to their kid's birthday party, <laughs> they're going to complain. And yeah. then the next thing you know, you're not going to be banned on that <clears throat> patio. Yeah. And so I think if we can all just use a little common sense, a lot of it would take care of itself, you know? And, and so I'm all, I'm all for, not smoking around kids and, and being, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Mark, I, if I go somewhere and there's a ton of people, I'm just not going to smoke a cigar around them. I, I don't even have to ask, you know? Um, but like you said, if we're at the beer garden where it's 21 and over and 
we're all smoking and everybody's smoking and drinking and you walk your kid down to us, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know Stuff what you're up. coming down to, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and I'm not going to blow it in your face. I'm going to try to be respectful. Um, but that's like bringing your kid into a, into a bar, into a cigar shop yeah, and people are smoking. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're it's doing like, that. It's like and, hearing foul language at a tailgate. I mean, you're, it's, but it's my gonna, parents it's grew up smoking on airplanes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're okay. Yeah. I'm not saying cigarette smoking's you know, healthy. I'm just saying people have been around smoke. Yeah. Um, and, and it's good for us to be sensitive to that yeah. and not be rude, not be offensive to people because if we are, because, Oh, it's our right. We can smoke out here in this park or we can smoke on this patio. All it takes is like you said, the One people person. that want to ban it completely a hundred percent, they yeah. are the vocal minority or majority. They're going to make their feelings known and the squeaky wheel gets the grease, yeah. as they say. Yeah, because there's a lot more non-cigar smokers than there are cigar smokers. So right, right away they're going to win just off by numbers. Just so that be means respectful things. of yeah, people. Just be conscientious of where you are and your surroundings and yeah. and everything like that. Um, well, you, you want to touch on the cigar last time? Yeah, I love this cigar. Even with the sore throat, I love this cigar. Yeah, yeah. I was afraid I wouldn't. You know, we're talking about what to smoke. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. You know, it's a little on the pricey side. It's it's a little over twenty dollars. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to waste a great cigar, yeah. but man, I'm really enjoying it. It and is. Yeah. It's, there's it's, some, you know, cedar spice in there, some really rich, you know, I kind of relate it, um, like plummy kind of, uh, black cherry type sweetness yeah. in that, that, uh, you know, it's kind of creamy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a lot more of that cedary but, uh, note and yeah. spice towards the, those towards like the last rich, part. sweet flavors. Yeah. The graham cracker, the caramel, the black cherry, the the plum, that kind of stuff. Just yeah. I just love that in cigars. Yeah. You yep. know, the full like pepper spice stuff isn't usually my wheelhouse. You know, um, this has plenty of that. You know, and I, I really do enjoy the flavor. But uh, it's those rich notes that really uh, draw me to cigars. Well, and there's a there's a there's a distinct change in the in the thirds of this. The first one was real creamy and a little bit of woody towards me, uh, for me. The second one got a little tanniny little dry like that dry wine like we had a couple weeks ago on the cigar and now the the cedar and the spices is is ramping up for me on on this last part here you know we've, we've all got you know three inches or so to go on this one but it is it's uh it's burning really well uh, it's other than us just you know being long-winded and talking i've had to touch it up one time that's it yeah um but it's yeah it's been a ac- excellent uh, cigar so far tonight yeah it's strong I, I've not gotten the cedar as much, so I, and that's not a flavor that I draw as much through my palate. Uh, I've definitely gotten the the, the fruity flavors, um, but cedar is not one of those flavors that I get out of cigars. But I get a um, little bit more of the retro, really? with with that, with that cedary. Yeah, I I enjoy this cigar as well. Thank you for for gluing and you know a man of your uh, prominence in the cigar uh, world. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that's your first one. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, actually, I'm surprised too. I thought you would have had this by because this uh, is a phenomenal cigar. If you guys haven't tried it, so find you a diplomat account yeah. and, and get get you a Cinco de Cadas. Um, they're they're wonderful smokes. And yeah. uh, this will not be my last one, D. Yeah, thank you for cluing me in. Yeah, and try try the other shape too. You know, so I, for I, the record, you were hiding these. <laughs> Just for the record. <laughs> The worker, I don't run the, the other shop. The workers know where they are. You can yeah. ask us. But try, but try the None other. None of the workers like me. <laughs> well, well, one of them, one well, of them does because he's his partner. Well, but try, try the, uh, try the other Vitola. Try the Perfecto. Yeah, no, and see, I'm and see going to. I definitely that. like this cigar. I, I don't know why I haven't tried these. I, um, 
Probably because Tatawai didn't put them out. But, right, uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> there are other good cigars out there, I know. I've had huh. to expand my horizons, too. But this, uh, I mean, huh. this is a Nicaraguan. So you're saying so. Tatawai is not the only good cigar out there? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like I should write that down. Yeah. If it was his choice, I like we'd have Tatawai every, every episode. Right? Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I do enjoy them. This is a great cigar, and but, thank uh, you for cluing me into this. I will smoke the other ones, for sure. So this is a great cigar. Well, as we're wrapping up... Y'all know what how we end the show. You've been on it numerous times now. Um, so I actually forgot the cards tonight. No, so, I hid them. Yeah. So <laughs> this one comes from the the dearest wife. This oh, no. is a this is a this is a Mo Especial. But uh, this one is, and it kind of goes back to the rules. So this is what she came up with: million dollars. But every time you go to a place and you see a list of rules written out. You have to break every single one of them. That's an easy no for me. Every time you go someplace. Someplace. Like say you're at a museum. Don't touch the artwork. You have to touch the artwork. So. No running. You have to run if you're at the pool. So if I go into Walmart and it says don't take a gun, I would have to take a gun. Yeah. And but so, I mean, but honestly, you can buy a gun at Walmart, so that's that's right. fine. So I'm just thinking of all the places you would take a, uh, you, there would be a rule that would get you in serious trouble. Yeah, well, banks would be one. Yeah, uh, be I one. mean, I mean, TSA at airports would be number two. Couldn't fly. Yeah, I mean, you could never go to an airport. You can't. Oh, you can't smoke on an airplane. You, so you'd have to smoke on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I guess I got to start flying. Flying uh, private, you know. I'd have to go. have to go to the lavatory to slide up because that's against the rules. I don't even yeah. like going to those small bathrooms. See, my thing is like, is it the museum? I love going to museums, and I just can't. I can't touch the no precious I, I just artwork. Can't do it. And to me, it goes back to, and the reason why I just immediately said it's an easy no for me, it just goes back to like being respectful of people. Yeah, and. If I go to a museum or if I go to TSA, like we all don't enjoy going through TSA, but they're doing their job oh, do. and they're trying to, 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 to protect us. And, and yeah, we're not debating whether or not it's, it's, you know, it's doing a great job or, or right. whatever. It's a hassle and all those things, but these people are trying to do their job yeah. and I'm not there to make their life harder, you know? And, and so I, that kind of stuff drives me nuts when, when you're somewhere, you know, at a restaurant or you're somewhere, you know, at TSA, I've had guys yeah, like, them. Oh, they, they want me to take my shoes off and they want me to go through my bag. And yeah. so I'm, I'm constantly sitting there giving them a hard time about going through my underwear. <laughs> you like touching my underwear. I'm like, why would, why do you want got to be disrespectful? So, you know? so my dad was I, a I TSA agent for like 17 years. Really? In the handbook for TSA, there is now a rule in there that was implemented because of him. It is now a rule where a TSA agent cannot shush somebody coming through because he would be going through, you know, and yeah, people hate the TSA because it's a pain in the ass. But he, he came on after 9-11 and everything where, you know, it was needed. Right. But, uh, but if somebody was arguing, you know, I don't want to take your, your toothpaste. I don't want this toothpaste. But then somebody start arguing with him and he would like straight up shush him. Right. And oh my God, like. You want to get somebody even more mad? Right. Yeah, you start shushing them. Shushing them like, yeah. a, like a two-year-old. Yeah. So now that is now a rule in the GSA where you cannot shush people. I'll tell you what. And he would always tell you, like, I was, you know, I was younger when that happened. You know, I was 17, 16, something like that. So he'd always come home, and he'd tell me about the new shushing incident. I'm like, Dad, you're going to get in so much <laughs> so trouble. So much trouble. There's going to yeah. be a new rule because you. I tell you what, we went to the, 
Jason Aldean concert out there and they were patting everyone down. We were going through metal detectors and they were all apologizing to all of us. And I heard about 15 people in a row said, trust me, you don't have to apologize to yes. us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever you we understand, do, we completely get it. And uh, as a matter of fact, one lady, I saw one lady hugged after the lady, after the guy patted or the lady patted her down, she said, gave her a hug and said, no, we're grateful for you. Yeah. Said, Treat all you need yeah. to do is have something go wrong and you go, no, we're grateful you're on. You're doing what you need to do. And I don't understand why people argue it's five minutes of inconvenience. Just deal. I mean, it's, it's an inconvenience and, Obviously, I have a unique perspective on that, but right. uh, five minutes of inconvenience to get on a plane or to, to get into a show or to to go through something like that, just just yeah. deal with it. I, I would be interested, though. You know, I know we have a lot of good feedback on this and people sharing and, you know, writing into the show and, and, and stuff. You know, what, what some creative answers to this would be? Yeah. You know, how, how do you get around it? You know, oh, yeah. I just stay at my house or, oh, I... I if I go somewhere, I just put on a blindfold. You well, know, Mark's like, answer is always there are uh, some a house in the things. woods. Yeah, you want my standard answer? I'm going to yeah. retire, and I'm going to go to the house in the woods, and I'm not going to let any of you come. You can all FaceTime me, but, and I'll take a million dollars, and I'll smoke cigars, which you can bring out to me. But as long honestly, as you don't bring rules, you can't retire on a million dollars. Honestly, you gotta be is a million dollars no. worth you know, not being a part of society anymore. So the, and it depends on how so this is my, you are. introverted you are. This right. is my joke with Paula because Paula doesn't think that I'm introverted enough. But when I retire, I'm going to move somewhere in a cabin, not a fancy cabin, but a cabin with internet and whatever. And I'll FaceTime you guys and I'll say, hey, Aaron, how's it going? And I'll just, uh, I'll live on my own. And she doesn't believe that that'll work for me. And I said, yeah, well, and I'll get in my car and drive for an hour and when I want to see you guys, which won't be as often as she yeah. thinks. But And you'll be like, okay, oh, you're two minutes up. Gotta but go. this, this is yeah. the point. Two years ago when I debated retiring, because I did, and I'm older than both of you by, by lots. And a lot. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> a, million, a million dollars isn't much money. And no. it, it, let's just assume taxes is out of the equation. Let's just assume you actually get a million dollars and you get to deposit all that million dollars. And, and, and Uncle Sam doesn't play. 40 percent of that um million dollars isn't that much money you need four million dollars or ten million dollars to seriously change your life anymore so we probably should change this to ten million dollars but yeah but i mean there's I, there's not much of anything that i wouldn't do for ten apparently that's why that's why I, that apparently that, not well, see the funny uh, thing is is, break all the rules. is is just just right on the cusp this was something that that we had talked about early on is that when you're asking this to someone that doesn't really value money that much yeah. and it's not a motivating factor, like it doesn't make me happy and it doesn't fulfill me, it's it's even less important to me than Mark thinking, oh, I can't retire on that. Right. And I'm like, I don't need to retire. I want to be happy and fulfilled in life. Yeah. You know, And that yeah. million dollars isn't going to bring me that. But and you so, contributed to a charity. You could sure. change Renewal Ranch's situation or you could change project zero in a significant way now you're making me feel bad mark <laughs> right do now i for, gotta start walking around the blindfold but, do it for the kids. Million dollars. but yeah. this is but this is this is a no-go for you because your your big thing is you're not a rule breaker yeah I mean, no, I mean i think that's a fair thing to say yeah yeah i, I, mean, don't, I, don't, I think it's not necessarily i don't mind breaking rules that are that are trivial or that are that aren't hurting anyone yeah to, you know like so seatbelt. I'm not a fan of this. I used to be a police officer. It was mandatory that we enforce seatbelt violations. I don't think it should be a thing. Yeah. If you don't want to wear your seatbelt, who are you hurting? Yourself, maybe. Especially when in Arkansas but, is a no helmet law. Right. So why do I have to write you a ticket 
for not right. wearing your seatbelt. Yeah. I don't agree with that. You know, so I don't mind breaking some rules, but if it comes at the expense of someone else, that's when I have a problem. With sure. It, you know? no, I understand. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't. I'm probably going to have to pass on this as well, yeah. just because it would be, be so much, wow. too much of a pain. I, I, haven't, I haven't taken the money every time. But You're pretty uh, much a money hoe. But uh, yeah, so yeah, okay, yeah. y'all weren't have have y'all listened to you weren't on last week because you're you're in Vegas and I don't know if you've listened to the the, the last show, but I've gotten a few responses What's on one of the one? questions was who would win in a fight between a grizzly bear and a gorilla, and it's usually split half and half. So what do you what do you think? A grizzly, I know. you know, a gorilla would win. So what do you think? I'm looking at Brandon why he's so confident. Gorillas are a beast. Gorillas are people a beast. underestimate gorillas. I'm not sure I'm underestimating grizzlies. So grizzly went, bears. I went are, grizzly because they're bigger and they're pretty fast. So I don't so, think they're that much bigger. They're ten feet tall. They have and, claws. And gorillas are so strong. So I, I'm fat, two two things. Uh, grizzly bears have claws. Gorillas have a longer reach and are they have, they have smarter than grizzlies. Yep, they're smarter and they get, are. They cheat, which I think is yeah, important, important in, a, in a fight. In a fight. If, a, if a bear couldn't take down Leonardo DiCaprio, what could? Well, Leonardo DiCaprio... Um, I mean, even the Titanic, even the Titanic you know, barely got him down. I didn't actually see that movie, so I'm going to take your word on that. <laughs> you didn't watch Titanic? Just he, no, in the he, end. he is not a movie guy. We found that out because he hasn't seen so, Dodgeball. Or no, anything. Okay. Titanic, just catch me on this. The end, the boat sinks. <laughs> Clever, Mark. You have to wait for the second one. The second. The, the, I'm not saying it's the first one. Yeah. It's okay. not a life-changing movie. It's just a movie that most people have seen. I just and it was I, really long, so it kind of revolutionized the movie industry. Because um, it was long. Yeah, like because movies weren't over three hours long. All right, you want yeah. you you want you want the honest answer why I went to go see Titanic because I heard there was boobs in it. Yeah, the girl that took is, her top off. That, that is was why I thing. went to go see Titanic. Yeah. Because 15-year-old me was... Leonardo DiCaprio wow. was like all the rage. Yeah. And did he, now did Leonardo DiCaprio take his top off? He took his top off as yeah. well. It wasn't, and he didn't climb on the thing. You know, that that's always bothered me that he didn't climb on the thing and live. He just stayed in the water and I died. Know. You know? She could have shared the door. But, but you know, yeah. I don't think... If, Somehow What's wrong hurt. with you two guys? I feel like you guys need like we, a timeout. We we need a full episode just on that. At least I <laughs> no, know. we do not. Yeah. I don't actually know that I've I've actually watched. Like I don't know that I went to the theater to see it, but I, you know, I think I've watched enough of it to say that I've seen the whole thing. Okay, but the boat sinks in the end, though. Yes, uh, it is. Just to ruin it. Now right. I don't have to see it. <laughs> Thanks for spoiling it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Spo- spoiler: the boat doesn't make it. No. All right, guys. Well, so one last thing before yep. we go, um, I, w- I want to point out that we are going to do a top ten show at yes. the end of the year. Yeah, good. And I, I'm really uh, psyched for a couple things. We are going to do our own individual top ten, of which this may or may not appear on my list. Probably will. This yeah. is a really good. Yeah. Cigar. So we're going to do our, our individual top ten, a shop top ten, but then also a listener top ten. Hundred um, percent. So I've already got. I've, I've reached out a few of the listeners, and they've already get, got me some feedback. So. Email us, you know, the straight cut podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, either, you know, come up to the shop personally, give us your top 10. The only requirements for this one is that nothing 
it has to be readily available. Nothing like this a, year. A, like it didn't have to come out this year, but you just have to be able to, to get, get it, it at a shop this year. Yeah. You know, nothing yeah. like oh, I had a '64 Punch. Yeah. You know, pre-embargo. Nothing like that, but just something that you can readily get. And we want to just have the the, the listener yeah. straight cut top ten list. And I, I'm not saying no to Cubans, yeah. but probably. Oh, so I was thinking because since we have such a big market overseas, yeah. we might do a an over like an all around you know overseas yeah. market stuff like that. But yeah, we'll we're still playing with that. But something that's just readily available that you can get at brick and mortars. Yeah. So. Yes, that'd be great. And I'm, I'm fired up for that because I'm looking forward to getting some new, much like this one was for me, yeah. from Brandon, looking to, to, to learn some new cigars that maybe we can include in the podcast. Yeah, there might be some gems that we, that we can find. Yeah. And so. so looking forward to getting your podcast. We're definitely uh, looking forward to that, that show in particular. Um, we also have a, a podcast coming up about the football playoffs. Yes. Yeah, oh, well, another appearance yeah. from uh, Mr. Gary, Gary Lewis. Yeah, Gary Lewis. We'll it's, have him back It's on. interesting that. This the Alabama didn't make it this year, so yeah. I know that was a I shot know, at me. I know I can't really talk, and so I hesitated to say it because <laughs> I'm born and raised in Arkansas. You know, yeah. we won two games this year. You did. Uh, hey, you won hey, both but, of hey. those clean. The, you, know, the you, know, you, know, you know who won more? KU. Yeah. Just the say. funny thing is, though, people are like calling for Saban's job. You know, that's, that's what, crazy. That's so what, I'm I'm the Alabama fan, crazy. and I I know that's a shot at me, and I'm. I'm not unhappy with this year. It was an unfortunate uh, injury to Tua, who was yeah. who was a great kid, and and uh, LSU had a remarkable run this oh, year. I just don't I, see how they're going to lose it. Wow, I mean, they, boy, that was a lot of fun to watch them play. They're going to run the gauntlet. I'm super yeah, fired I'm to have to Gary on because I think people sleep on Clemson every year, and yeah. uh, this year is no different. See, well, it, Clemson it, and Ohio State are really good teams, and yeah, I, I'm yeah. fired up to see how uh, Jalen does against uh, LSU. It's going to be a fun playoff. I was and glad I'm, to see him make it. Honestly, I think I, I felt like I Utah was deserved to be there, and they were going to get there, and then they lost. And bam, yeah. you know, even though I'm not an OG fan, uh, you know, because that's just a rule. If you're an Arkansas fan, you can't like yeah, sure. OU. So, yeah. um, I noticed on our flight back from uh, Vegas that we intentionally did not fly over Oklahoma. I don't know if that was on purpose <laughs> or not, but he seemed to not intentionally yeah. fly over Oklahoma. Um, but I'm excited to see uh, how Jalen does. He uh, he's a he's a great kid, and uh, and a stand up guy. So uh, I'm I'm excited to have Gary on. I sat next to him last night, uh, our Wednesday night, and and he we were just talking football, and he is. Man, he is so funny. I know. And I'm he, looking he, forward every, to Every that. time he starts telling me stories, I'm like, save it. No. Save it for yeah. the show. I, you know, that's content. I don't we were talking. Great. I don't hear We were it. talking about the the the, the MVP uh, for um, the NFL, and he was just saying – Talking about how that's going to be a game changer, and he, yeah. he was telling stories, and I'm just I'm just was just just crying laughing. Yeah, he's yeah. just such a great guy, so I'm excited about the next couple episodes. Yeah, we got some good ones coming up, so uh, make sure you turn tune into them. You know, yeah. find it on our yeah. all the podcasts broadcasting out there, Spotify, yeah. iTunes, our you know the West End. Uh, Website. website itself yeah. has a drop down menu for the podcast yeah. just to get out there reach out to us subscribe listen and uh this is the last podcast before christmas so yeah. uh yeah. whatever your holiday choice is but uh, mine is merry christmas so a merry christmas to everybody yeah and i i if you may want to get us a gift i really like cigars so you're gonna <laughs> choose 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 whichever <laughs> all right um brandon thanks for being on and can't wait Thank to you, see sir. what uh, conway does yeah, no, this has been really exciting and, and so much fun. And I'm really excited about, uh, you know, kind of wrapping this year up and starting the next year. And yep. 
all this momentum that we've built up, you know, just keeping that going. Uh, I think it's going to be an awesome year for us. So we're going to be all doing it together, which is fun and exciting. So thanks for having me on. I'm ready. All right. We will see you all next week. Be the good. Later.